<laughs> I'm sure you didn't listen to anything they said. You were caught up with how cute they were. But uh, the reality is they shared an important scripture in Christmas in Luke chapter 2, where over and over again we see the theme of peace, peace, peace coming through. In Isaiah chapter 9, verse 6, it says, Jesus is our Prince of Peace. And I don't have to tell you, but we live in a very chaotic time. Many, many people are running around feeling anything but peace. There's a lack of peace. People feel unrest. They feel stressed out. They feel stretched. They feel at the end of their own rope. To a world that is overwhelmed by stress and unrest and peacelessness, God sent his son Jesus Christ to bring peace. I was thinking the other day about the things that rob us of peace. And I'm going to list a few here, and I want you to kind of grade yourself and, and decide how many of these are relevant for you. Some of you are going to score pretty high, which isn't good, by the way. Uh, but you're, if the truth be known, you'd say, Rob, I'm stressed out. I mean, I, I lack peace. Think about some of these. These are some peace robbers. How about money? You spend more and save less than you should. Ding, 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 ding. A lot of people say, that's me. Discontentment. You don't like who you are, what you have, or where you're going. That creates unrest. Margins. You don't know how to set boundaries, and your life is overcrowded. Ouch. Discipline. You're not treating your body right, your mind right, your emotions right, or your soul right. Dishonesty. You're just not being real and true to yourself. Choices. You react instead of respond and continually make poor decisions. Here's one. Comparison. You care too much what other people think, what other people say, and what other people do. Fear. You let worry and anxiety boss you around. I put on our BCA app, and you'll see the QR code here, a list of scriptures that really relate to each one of those peace robbers. And for some of you, you'll say, you know, this is kind of right where I'm at right now. There's a lot of things going on in my life that are really creating a lot of stress and unrest. Well, what does Jesus say about peace? What did Jesus' life prove about peace? What does the Bible teach us about peace? Well, when you take a look at these various things we talked about here, the Bible has a lot to say about. When it, when it comes to money, the Bible says, be more like the ant, not your aunt that you don't want to spend Christmas with. Ant, A-N-T. How many know what I'm talking about? Those critters that crawl up your legs during the summer? The Bible says, be like them. Save during the summer where there's plenty so you have enough in the winter where there's not much. Budget, save. Be careful how you spend. The Bible tells us how to deal with discontentment. The Bible says, love yourself. Love your neighbor, but also love yourself. Have a proper self-image. See yourself as God sees you. God loves you so much that he sent his son, Jesus, to come and eventually die for you. Margins. Be careful with your time, the Bible says. Make the most of every opportunity, but be wise Choose carefully when it comes to your time. Don't overburden yourself unnecessarily. Discipline. The Bible has a lot to say about living a self-controlled life. And the Bible goes on to say, 
that not only should you live a self-controlled life, but Jesus will help give you the strength you need to discipline yourself where you need to. Dishonesty. The Bible says, do not think of yourself more highly than you ought to think, but with sober judgment, be honest with yourself. Choices. I love this one. The Bible says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness. Make Jesus the primary priority of your life. You know that illustration about the big rock? You know how uh, somebody takes a, a jar or some container and they, they, they put a bunch of sand and a bunch of pebbles and a bunch of water in and then there's no room for the big rock? The illustration is start with the big rock and then the sand and the pebbles and the water can go around it and everything can fit in. The Bible actually shared that illustration from the very beginning. The Bible says start with Jesus. He is the rock. He's the big rock. And build the rest of your life around it. That's how you make wise choices. Comparisons. The Bible says, shun selfishness, harness humility, love other people, don't compete with them. So many people turn on to social media and immediately feel terrible about themselves because everybody else has a better life. How many know what I'm talking about? Everybody is at their best on social media and a lot of people don't know how to deal with that. Comparisons. Comparisons. And then how about fear? The Bible says in the 23rd Psalm, one of the best known scriptures in all the Bible, I will fear no evil. Why? Because you, God, are with me. Don't let fear boss you around. Don't give fear a voice in your life. Don't let fear sit at the head of the table and have a vote in your life. This is a real one that we all deal with. I've got two grandchildren that live in Alaska. We go up to visit for a couple days in the summer. We see a bear walking through the woods. I'm going, oh no, my grandkids live up here. We see a moose the next day. And then I get video from my son. There's a big, big moose in their front yard, and my granddaughter does not like that moose. It's really too big. I wake up in the middle of the night with cold sweats thinking a Sasquatch is running around their house. You know, we give fear a vote. We give fear a voice. And I know I'm not the only one. Jesus addresses our peace in 3D, you might say. First, he recognizes the dilemma. In this world, we're going to have problem. We're going to have troubles in this world. Turn to your neighbor and say, no, duh. Yeah, we all have troubles. We all have adversity. We all have difficulties of one kind or another. But Jesus addressed that. He said here in John 16, 33, I've told you these things that you might have peace. In this world, you're going to have trouble. But take heart, I've overcome the world. I want you to know that I'm bringing you peace in the midst of your trouble. I think one of the problems we all face is that we allow our mind to dwell on our problems over and over again. Don't look at me like that. You do the same thing. It's like we're on a hamster wheel. We just keep going round and round, dwelling on our problems, dwelling on our struggles, and we don't get anywhere, just like the hamster. Or we get on a treadmill and we are burning up all sorts of energy, but we're not getting anywhere as we over-obsess over our problems. Psychologists say we have an issue called a negativity bias. We just kind of default to the most negative. 
You know, false evidence appears real is a great acrostic for fear. And we are all about that. We are into fear. We are into negativity. The worst is the worst. The sky is falling. We are the biggest Eeyores before there was an Eeyore. We just fall prey to that over and over again. And Jesus says, wait a second, there's going to be problems, but you do not have to fall in the ditch with every problem. I'm going to give you peace. I'm going to give you wisdom. I'm going to help you through it. That leads me to the second D. Jesus is the deliverer. What does the Bible say about that? The Bible says that he's our deliverer. He says, He came to give us peace. Peace I leave with you. My peace I give you. Let not your hearts be troubled. Don't be afraid. God will keep you in perfect peace if you trust in him. He came to deliver us from our anxiety, from our worry, from our fear when he came that very first Christmas. I think the details are important. The Bible tells us how to work through our fear and worry and anxiety and stress and peacelessness. It says, don't be anxious about anything, but in every situation, by prayer and petition, let your requests be made known to God, and the peace of God, which passes all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. Trade anxiety. God says, Rob, trade your worry for peace through prayer. Whoa, I may not be the smartest guy on the block, but that sounds like a good deal to me. I can trade my anxiety and my worry and my fear and in exchange get peace by simply praying? That sounds like a good deal. And that's what Jesus Christ encourages us to do. When Jesus came that very first Christmas, he brought the two greatest gifts we could ever imagine, freedom from fear and the presence of peace in our life. Just what the kids read for us, the angels proclaimed, freedom is gone. You don't have to fear anymore. Peace has come in the person of Jesus Christ. What terrorizes you? I read a story of a man who was out hiking and he encountered a mountain lion. And, you know, if that's not enough to bring terror into your life, then you need to check whether or not you're still alive. And this mountain lion started prowling after him and, uh, and uh, you know, was kind of making advancements. And he, he kept backing up and kept moving away slowly. And the mountain lion was very, very aggressive. And finally, finally, it came to pass to where the mountain lion had had enough, gave up, and turned back to its cubs. And the guy breathed a big sigh of relief. That would terrorize any of us. But I know of people that would say, I would trade the terror I'm going through for a mountain lion. Because what they're dealing with with their health or in their marriage or with their kids or with their finances or with their job, their career, their future, you name it, they've got some stuff going on that is really, really hard. And maybe that's you today. Or maybe you've just come through a hard part. Or maybe there's something coming up in the new year that really has you concerned. Finding peace is what everybody is looking for. Peace instead of stress. Peace instead of pain. Peace instead of conflict. Peace instead of financial pressure. Peace instead of negativity. Peace instead of relational hurt. Peace instead of broken dreams. Peace instead of fear. 
We want freedom from fear and the presence of peace. But sadly, so many today live in a prison of fear and the absence of peace. Jesus Christ is the answer. He came to dispel fear and bring peace. And he says to you and me, you can have that peace by simply inviting me into your life. Asking me to forgive you of your sins so you can have peace with God. And I will be with you every step of the way. And when times are tough, you will enjoy the peace of God. And I want to close with those two kinds of peace that we all need this Christmas. The peace of God and the peace with God. We're going to celebrate communion in just a few moments. And I'm going to invite the ushers to kind of get ready and just walk down the aisle and make sure everybody has the communion emblems. But just before we do that, I want us to just take a moment and I want us to think about the peace with God. The Bible says, therefore, since we have been justified through faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ. Peace with God. The reality is each and every one of us are sinners. You, me, person next to you, everybody in the world, we've all sinned and fall short of the glory of God. And God knew that the only way we could make peace with him is if someone died for the sins of the world, he sent his son Jesus to do that very thing. Jesus came at Christmas for the purpose of living for a while and eventually dying. This season, remember the real reason Jesus Christ came. He came at Christmas to live for a while, eventually die for the sins of the world. And all of us who put our faith in him and say, Jesus, pray this prayer. Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sins. He will forgive us. And we will make peace with God. If you've not yet invited Jesus Christ into your heart, would you do so this Christmas? Receive the greatest gift ever given, the gift of God's Son, by inviting him into your heart. Peace with God through faith in Jesus Christ. We desperately need peace with God. Are you right with God? Have you surrendered your life to God? Have you given your all to God? Make this Christmas so special by committing or maybe recommitting your life to Jesus. He's saying, Lord, come into my life. Forgive me my sins. I want to follow you peace with God. The peace of God is what we've been talking about as we go through the trials and troubles and problems and challenges of life. We know that Jesus lives in us. He walks before us. He comes behind us. He stands beside us. He will never leave us. He'll never forsake us. Do not be anxious about anything, but in everything pray and the peace of God, which transcends all understanding, will guard your heart and mind in Christ Jesus. God loves you. God cares about you. God knows your worries, your anxieties, your fears. He knows your vulnerabilities, your challenges, your difficulties. He knows the things that bother you and haunt you. And he wants to comfort you. My wife and I had the privilege of leading 42 people from our church family to the Holy Land last spring. And, uh, you know, you think of peace, that's a part of the world that's not experiencing much peace now, never has, never will, but extraordinarily difficult right now, of course. 
And while there, we made a little excursion down to Egypt, and we saw an incredible demonstration of people who were uh, turning reeds into py- to papyrus and creating beautiful art like you see here on the screen. And one of the families in our church purchased this very piece of art. It's amazing. You turn the lights off and, you know, this art glows and it's, it's just magical and beautiful. And I remember seeing this back then and I thought, wow, that's really beautiful. And then I saw it again here recently and I thought, wow, it really comes to life, especially at this time of the year. Beautiful, picturesque. But here's what I'm reminded of. Jesus was born in a stable, not a palace. He was born into poverty, not wealth. And he was born into chaos, not peace. Chaos, you say? They were trying to kill him from the moment he was born. All through his life, and eventually they did. You talk about stress, <laughs> you talk about unrest, you talk about challenges. If anybody knows anything about it, it's Jesus. And yet he received peace from the Father to live his life in victory, and he offers that same peace to you and me. He came to bring us peace. He walked in peace. Peace for our past. Peace for our present. Peace for our future. I want you to watch this brief video. It's really a video meditation. And and as you do, I want you just to think about a couple of things. What is it that you're facing that's robbing you of peace? What are you facing in the new year that is dominating your thinking? Would you give it to Christ? Would you surrender it to the Lord? Let's take a moment and pray as we watch.
Would you bow your heads with me as we take communion together? The bread represents Jesus' body that was broken for us. He was born to die. He came at Christmas and eventually died and rose from the dead on Easter. And he did it all for you. He did it all for me. He came to live and to show us God and to teach us the ways of God and then eventually to die so that we could have peace with God. But it all comes now down to you and me. We must choose Christ as our Lord and Savior. And if you have not done that up to this point, I invite you right here, right now, to just simply say, yes, Jesus, come into my life. Forgive me of my sin. I want to follow you. Maybe you've known the Lord in the past, but you've drifted away. Life has got in the way. It's been busy, hectic, and there's been no room in the inn as it pertains to your heart. But today you want to right that wrong, and you want to say, Lord, I make room. I take time. Come in to my life. Fill my heart. I want to follow you from this day forward. As we take the bread, let's remember he came to bring us peace. Peace with God and the peace of God. Let's take it together. The cup represents Jesus' blood that was shed on the cross for the sins of the world. Because of the shedding of the blood of Jesus Christ, made possible by him coming to earth at Christmas. We can have peace with God and enjoy the peace of God. Let's take the cup together. Lord, we thank you for Jesus. We praise you for Jesus. We glorify you for Jesus. Thank you for loving us so much that you would send your only son to be born and eventually die for the sins of the world. May we glorify Christ in our life. I pray your blessing, Lord, on everybody that's here today. Enrich them, give them peace, encourage them, guide them, give them wisdom. Most of all, Lord, may we all know Jesus personally. In your precious name we pray, amen.